0: What is up, my Sunlight Samurais, my Andronauts, you Alpha Energy males. In this video, we're going to talk about zinc and why an Alpha Energy male needs to optimize his zinc intake. And I'm not talking about supplements. I'm always talking about foods. We're still going to talk about testosterone, dopamine, DHD, mood, so many more things and why you need. I'm going to show you graphs exactly how effective it is, how potent it is, what doses you need, those kind of stuff. Let's dive in. All right. So this is the article that I wrote. Link will be in the description and uh all right, so zinc. Everyone loves zinc, everyone is supplementing zinc these days. Zinc could maybe be classified as the most uh important testosterone boosting mineral, although everyone, every every mineral and vitamin is important for testosterone optimization. So what we'll be covering. Testosterone and DHD. We'll be covering aromatase estradiol estrogen receptors, dopamine and mood, prolactin, growth hormone, IGF 1, thyroid hormone production, varicozel libido and sexual function, sleep, and then some ab- uh, additional benefits of zinc and so on. In summary, all right, so are you guys ready? If you're ready, thumbs up in the comments below. All right, so zinc on testosterone and DHD. So when you have a low zinc intake, this crushes many things, right? So in this graph, they didn't display uh, the testosterone, but testosterone was significantly reduced. You can see the black, zinc deficient. And then pair fed was just like the normal group. you got the freely fed. It's just, again, like a normal group. So the black, you can see like DHT was very low. The 3-alpha uh, dial was very high. The 3-alpha dial is a breakdown metabolite of DHT. So it's much weaker Um, androgenic metabolite you can see estradiol was much higher than the other groups as well so testosterone which isn't displayed on this graph is also very low dht is very low the brighter metabolite of dht is very high and estradiol is very high so you have low testosterone high uh, estradiol you have low dht high three alpha diol so you're in a very estrogenic state with low levels of zinc low t low dht low androgenism and high levels of estrogenism all right, so here was another very interesting study, like a low meat intake, so a low zinc diet can tank your testosterone. So this is why I don't think it's a good idea to be on a low zinc diet, to be in a low protein diet. And this is always why I emphasize animal foods. I emphasize eating like the red meat that's much higher in zinc. You've got organ meat that's much higher in zinc than the white meat. I'm not necessarily against white meat. It's just that red meat contains more of these minerals and a lot of people don't eat enough meat and when they do eat meat let's say it's white meat they will not get enough zinc so that's why i'm always kind of like emphasizing the red meat and uh, what they had these people do is go from their average zinc intake so this is what i found really interesting about the study you will have individuals working in a hospital working long hours never getting sunlight it's a stressful job at the end of the day, their, their starting testosterone is 1,150, right? It's, these guys had high levels of normal testosterone despite working in, you know, unfavorable conditions. So, the, And uh, I guess worst of all, their, their zinc intake was like 12.5 milligrams per day, which isn't even really high, right? And then they put them on a zinc-deficient diet, which is like 4.2 to 5.6 milligrams of zinc per day. And uh, this decreased their testosterone fourfold after five months, going from 1,000 to three freaking hundred, right? Tanked their testosterone just by like, almost like halving, you know, halving or reducing their zinc intake by three, threefold. So you can basically say there wasn't much of a big difference between um, the initial starting point and where they went with their zinc intake. But yeah, they got this massive drop in testosterone. So when zinc intake is too low, low testosterone, right? Vegans be aware. And then supplementing zinc can then double your testosterone. So they took elderly men uh, between the ages of 50 and 80 and they gave them 30 milligrams of zinc gluconate a day for six months, right? And their initial zinc intake was quite low. The RDA, so this is the recommended daily allowance, is 11 milligrams. And they only consumed 7.6 milligrams of zinc per day. And their testosterone doubled. They went from 240, to uh, 460 so doubled into the normal range it wasn't like high but it was much better than before and so here you can see like after three months their distortion was 14 and then after six months it went up to 16 so um this this is where you need to take something this is an example of having to take something for a long time where you will continually see benefits right so Their deficiency wasn't like solved after three months. They were still seeing benefits after six months. So you have to take it for a very long time. But this is also why I don't like just supplementing zinc, right? They doubled their testosterone by supplementing zinc. But imagine how much more benefits they could have gotten if they actually ate meat. They ate oysters. They ate food that was rich in zinc. So what if they ate uh, enough food, meat, to get 30 milligrams of zinc instead? I would guarantee you their testosterone would be much higher than the 460 they've gotten from zinc so this is why I'm saying don't supplement zinc eat the foods I think you'll get much better results as you know as a result of it so you can see um there' was a here's another study um they gave these guys 240 uh, milligrams of zinc daily for 40 to 60 days and it increased their testosterone by nearly 200 nanograms per deciliter. and their DHD also nearly doubled so this is interesting because a lot of people say that hey Zinc is a DHT inhibitor, Uh, it will lower your DHT, but anyway, you can see that testosterone increased by almost 200 points, and their um, DHT also went up a lot, right? And uh, so zinc increases testosterone mainly by a couple of mechanisms, it's being a cofactor for the 17 beta HSD which converts androstenedione to testosterone, it's inhibiting the aromatase, it lowers excess cortisol, it lowers prolactin, it increases dopamine, it improves thyroid function, it lowers inflammation, it improves insulin sensitivity, and it increases undercomboxylated osteocalcin, which in its hormonally active form stimulates testosterone production as well. So zinc is extremely important when it comes to testosterone optimization. You don't want to be deficient in it, but you want to eat the foods as rich in zinc all right next we have the androgen receptor so low zinc intake leads to low androgen receptors compared to animals with enough zinc 31 versus 84 so not only will you have low t you will also be insensitive to that testosterone and DHE that you do have so eat enough zinc it's important all right so let's talk about aromatized estradiol and estrogen receptors So as we already saw that the testosterone to estrogen ratio was just horrible when you have a zinc deficiency. So the testosterone to estrogen ratio in men declines with age from a high of about 50 to 1 to half of that, or even as low as 10 to 1. So the ratio becomes really dysfunctional, right, as you age. This isn't even with a zinc deficiency, this is as you age. And then higher estrogen levels result in increased risk of heart disease, uh, weight gain, obesity, sexual dysfunction, lots of bad stuff. So as people ate a diet low in zinc, testosterone starts to decline, decline while estrogen increases, the ratio increases, right? By, in, by eating a high zinc diet, you can prevent this from happening. So as you can see, like um, the estrogen deficient, very high, and then the, uh, this was the sufficient estrogen size. So if everyone is always asking me, like, hey, I'm an estrogen dominant state, which should I do? Well, first of all, you should be eating more zinc-rich foods, but otherwise you should all be eating more meat. How many people are eating enough meat? How many carnivores do you see that looks hyper-estrogenic, right? <laughs> Most carnivores look androgenic. They look lean and healthy. They might age rapidly because of the lack of carbohydrates, but I don't think people eat enough protein. They don't eat enough zinc-rich foods. So not only does estrogen go up, but estrogen sensitivity as well when you have a zinc deficiency, right? So it's been shown that rats that are deficient in zinc have significantly more estrogen receptors, 36 versus 23, much higher estrogen receptors, and low androgen receptors, 6.7 versus 11.3. So you have lower androgen receptors, more estrogen receptors, lower testosterone, more estrogen horrible guys horrible so here you can see the summary of the blue is sufficient orange is um, deficient Uh, sorry i mean like the blue is deficient the orange is sufficient so the estrogen receptors is much higher androgen receptors much lower in a deficient state it's horrible all right so zinc on dopamine and mood so dopamine plays a big role in motivation focus mood libido and sexual function Dopaminer- dopaminergic drugs are used as antidepressants and commonly used to boost libido in hyposexual individuals. So zinc has been shown to increase dopamine receptors, increase extracellular dopamine and inhibit dopamine uptake in neurons. So it just potentiates the effects of dopamine and strengthen that motivation drive and sexual aspect that you want. All right, in terms of norepinephrine, so norepinephrine is created from dopamine and has many similar effects to dopamine. The newer classes of antidepressants are also noradrenaline reuptake inhibitors. So the the old ones was SSRIs. The new ones are more like SNRIs, serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. And then it shows that noradrenaline has good antidepressant effects. So by increasing noradrenaline, plus increasing noradrenaline prevents to an extent the sexual side effects caused by antidepressants. So one of the main side effects of SSRIs was just sexual dysfunction. And the SNRIs have much fewer sexual dysfunction side effects, right? So low zinc leads to low noradrenaline in the brain, and restoring zinc levels restore noradrenaline levels. So this is one of the reasons why people get a boost in libido when they use zinc. Alright, zinc on oxytocin, we all know oxytocin has been involved in bonding, but it also plays a role in mood and libido. And then hypersexual individuals tend to have higher oxytocin than those with lower libido. That was interesting. So zinc activates oxytocin meaning that zinc directly binds to oxytocin which increases the affinity of oxytocin to the receptors which strengthens the effects of oxytocin all right in terms of cortisol uh, zinc dramatically helps to lower cortisol so zinc administration at doses between 25 and 50 milligrams acutely inhibits cortisol secretion so this is very helpful when you're going through a stressful uh, phase so you can see cortisol group was the round stuff zinc was the square blacks and you can see when people use zinc, zinc goes up, and then cortisol, uh, which is the, the round ones, the experimental group, which is the round ones, uh, went down. And so cortisol goes down as your uh, zinc goes up. All right, so, and we also know that cortisol helps lower, <laughs> helps, cortisol lowers testosterone, increases frustration, anger, breaks down muscle, stores body fat, increases aromatize, inhibit liver and thyroid function much more, access cortisol before everyone jumps into the comments. Uh, Low levels of zinc leads to high CRH. Uh, So CRH is released by the hypothalamus to stimulate the pituitary to to release ACTH and then releases cortisol. So zinc, low zinc leads to high CRH and CRH by itself is actually also involved in neuroinflammation and can contribute to depression. And low zinc can also increase 11-beta-HSD1, which activates cortisol. So, (laughs) So in summary, like zinc puts you in a low testosterone, high cortisol, high estrogen state, it's, it's not good, guys. And then in terms of serotonin, serotonin is important. It's a neurotransmitter. But too much serotonin and the dysregulation of the serotonin receptors contributes to mood dysregulation, low libido and sexual dysfunction, as well as erectile dysfunction, delayed ejaculation and anorgasmia. So no pleasure during orgasm. Sexual dysfunction is one of the most common side effects of SSRIs the antidepressants so zinc lowers excess serotonin by enhancing serotonin uptake activating the autoreceptor 1a so when you activate this receptor it reduces serotonin production it increases the density of the 1a receptors as well and it inhibits a cell degranulation so, I mean, so the mass, the mast cells uh, hold on to the serotonin so it's like bound and then the mast cells release the serotonin platelets as well and that causes the vasoconstriction, inflammation, and messes with the you know the nervous system in general. So, as I mentioned, a lot of newer antidepressants also block certain serotonin receptors, such as the 2A receptor, where it has these antidepressant effects. All right, in terms of glutamate, glutamate is involved in focus, alertness, memory, recall, and sexual behavior as it stimulates sexual libido and even testosterone production. So glutamate acts on multiple receptors, namely the NMDA receptor and as well as the AMPA and the kinate receptors. And so ketamine, an NMDA receptor antagonist, has strong antidepressant and anti-anxiety effects, which can also promote libido. It may be because NMDA antagonism increases dopamine. So zinc is also an NMDA antagonist, but increases the response to the AMPA and kinate receptors, which has strong antidepressant effects. So it's not that glutamate in general is bad. It's this access stimulation of the NMDA receptor complex. So here's another um, drug, toporamite, which blocks the AMPA and kinate receptors, reduce glutamate release, and reduce a mating frequency, a marker of libido. So you need glutamate acting on those glutamate receptors that stimulates libido. So a zinc deficiency promotes glutamate breakdown, and adequate zinc prevents its uptake. So when you have enough zinc, you have more glutamate available that helps with this you know, focus, alertness, sexual behavior, recall, and whatnot. So in summary, zinc increases glutamate in the following ways. Zinc reduces glutamate breakdown. Zinc reduces glutamate uptake. It increases response of the AMPA and kinate receptors. And it increases the dopamine via NMDA antagonism. It's quite awesome. Right, in terms of BDNF, zinc supplementation increases BDNF, which increases the growth of new neurons in the brain and ensures your brain stays healthy. Alpha MSH, so alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone MSH, is a peptide produced from pomc which is released from the pituitary and hypothalamus. And alpha-MSH acts on the melanocortin receptors, which promotes energy, mood, and libido. And the most common libido-boosting supplements is melanotan 2 or PT-145, uh, PT141, which is like a peptide, you can either inject it intranasally or subcutaneously, and it's also agonist to, to the melanocortin receptors. It suppresses appetite, enhances mood, and um, stimulates sexual function. It can help with erections, uh, libido, those kind of stuff. So zinc is involved in this alpha-MSH release. It's a direct melanocortin 1 and 4 receptor agonist. It potentiates the reaction of other melanocortin agonists, such as alpha-MSH. And it inhibits the binding of melanocortin antagonists. So in general, zinc is so involved with so many different neurotransmitters and and signaling cascades in the brain where it promotes your mood, your focus, libido, sexual function, so many things. Zinc is extremely important. All right, zinc on prolactin. Access prolactin contributes to gyne, depression, rectal dysfunction, low libido, and even cancer. So low zinc intake through the diet can lead to hyperlactin and increasing zinc via diet or supplementation can help to lower your prolactin. So here you can see the nice graph Prolactin goes down as zinc goes up. There's like made a correlation between people with zinc levels and then the prolactin. Right, so inverse correlation. And again, you can see plasma zinc, uh, zinc treated, not zinc treated. You can see the prolactin. Prolactin is low in the people with enough zinc. You can see prolactin is high in people with not enough zinc. So zinc helps to lower prolactin. Okay, zinc on growth hormone and IGF-1. Zinc increases growth hormone and IGF-1 which is needed for sexual function, libido, mood, building muscle, cellular renewal, etc. Zinc promotes the reproduction of growth hormone-producing cells, and zinc also binds to growth hormone and helps improve growth hormone storage in secretory cells. Zinc is very important for adequate growth as it increases IGF-1, IGF-binding protein 3, and growth hormone in short stature and normal children. IGF binding protein three is the binding protein that transports IGF one into cells for its important actions. So again, zinc is very important for that. Very often, uh, children that are short, that don't grow adequately, don't have enough zinc. So this is where um, parents, when they give their children, you know, junk food and cereals and low zinc foods, they are hampering hampering their growth and development of their sexual organs, the brain, the muscle, bone, everything. You're really like hampering the growth of your kids in terms of thyroid function, zinc improves thyroid hormone production. We have zinc supplementation boosts the metabolic rate by increasing thyroid function. It does so by increasing thyroid hormone production, enhancing T4 to T3 conversion, reducing reverse T3, and even activating the thyroid receptor. So zinc is required for the T3 receptor to adopt its biologically active conformation. So when people are resistant to thyroid hormones... It might be that they are zinc deficient, and the receptor is not in its bio- lac- uh, biologically active conformation to accept the T3 and do what it's supposed to do. Right, more resistance, and uh, so that was a good study. Supplementing thirty milligrams of zinc for six months helps to lower TSH, increase free T3 and free uh, T4 and free T3. TSH went down, free T3 went up, and free T3 went. Up as well so you can see it's, it's a nice boost for sure it's not um out of this world high um these people can still get higher levels um th- to feel better they need a little bit higher levels to feel better and so this is where again eating foods high in zinc like oysters meat you got dairy you got um, eggs would give these people even better results for their thyroid instead of just supplementing zinc but um, not a lot of people are eating foods worth of 30 milligrams of zinc right so you're going to eat a lot. Okay, zinc on varicozel. So varicocele is the abnormal degree of vasodilation in one of the veins of the blood that's leaving the testis. And because the blood is then pulling up in the testis, it increases the testicular temperature and it causes oxidative stress. And this can then damage the Leydig and sertoli cells, leading to low testosterone and infertility. So the incidence of varicocele in the general population is approximately 15%, which increases to 35 to 50% of men with primary infertility and up to 81% in men with secondary infertility. So it seems to be a lot of men that's infertile tends to have varicoseal. right? And then how does zinc play a role in this? So zinc supplementation in men with varicocele has been shown to improve Sertoli cell function, as shown by an increase in B. And when your FSH is really high, this means that your inhibitant B is really low. So your totally cells are damaged. So by supplementing zinc, it increases inhibit B, and FSH will start to decrease, you know, optimize that ratio, and also sperm quality. And so this was kind of like the only study that I could find. So zinc helps to lower oxidative stress. It increases testosterone, improves vascular function. So zinc might not necessarily reverse varicose but it will help against the damages induced by the varicocele. All right, so zinc on libido and sexual function when it comes to supplementation it's important to use the right dose. So in this rat study, rats were given one, five or 10 milligrams a day of zinc. So the rats supplemented with one milligram per day did not show a, um, um, they did not get a boost in sexual function. Whereas the 10 milligram per day had a reduction in libido. And then the middle dose was quite like, kind of like the most effective. So it's likely due to the, the excess zinc can lower libido likely by lowering dopamine synthesis, which increases prolactin. So too much zinc can lower libido because it in, uh, the excess zinc inhibits tyrosine hydroxylase, the right limited enzyme um, in dopamine synthesis. So zinc displaces the iron as the cofactor for that enzyme, lowering dopamine synthesis. And I've quite a few people have actually mentioned on the forums that when they use too much um, zinc, they might start to become apathetic or even anhedonic. And too much zinc can lower your dopamine. So just be careful of that. Zinc on sleep. So sleep is crucial for optimizing your testosterone and feeling good. And zinc can help to improve sleep quality by inhibiting NMDA receptor, which is that stimulating aspect, by modulating GABA and catecholamine signaling. So there's sparse research on zinc, but according to the study, the highest concentration of serum zinc was found in subjects um, sleeping with normal amounts of sleep compared to short or long. So if you have... Too little you will be either sleeping too short or too long and then people with the with the most normal sleep had the highest levels of zinc and then additionally oysters high in zinc has been found to improve sleep quality and uh, that's it all right guys i hope i emphasized the importance of zinc for not just testosterone sleep mood dopamine everything that's so important for being alpha you need to get enough zinc Right, and most studies have found that when you use zinc, the ideal dose is like between 25 and 15 milligrams for up to six months. But again, like I can guarantee you you will get better results when you eat the foods high in zinc, not just supplementing zinc, because food contains many other compounds that's also involved in testosterone production. So you're not going to supplement thousands of uh, compounds, but you can if you just eat the foods. It's very easy and it takes some effort. Like if you have to eat, 30 to 50 milligrams of zinc from food you want to make sure like you actually you know weigh your food you calculate go on chronometer like work out your diets like wow i'm actually eating like you know 10 milligrams of zinc on a daily basis Ah, i'm shocked right so make sure you eat that high amount of zinc for at least three to six months and then see how you transform by doing that all right guys I hope this video was helpful and i will check you in the next one cheers guys